What's up, guys? Welcome to the Global Gastronomy Podcast, where we strive to explore the world one conversation at a time. Today, our country of focus is none other than the United States of America, a place many people call home and a place where Alvin and I have been living at for the past four years and in the upcoming years. Both of us just graduated of college, um, myself in Pepperdine, Alvin at Occidental College, and we've traveled around LA, uh, ate lots of food here, and discovered the diverse culture of just just even the West Coast. Um, and we've come to realization that this is a country that we really want to talk about in this podcast, because there's just so many interesting things to talk about. Yeah, and I think it's like, you kind of like got up, brought up an interesting point there. You know, it's like, I mean, of course, you know, there's like a lot of sentimental value, you know, of course, you know, like we lived in LA, we, we kind of like, you know, like the whole LA food scene, you know, like famous the world over, but like, you know, we've personally experienced it. So, you know, we have our own opinions about that. We have our own personal takes on that. But just like in general, I think this question of like, you know, like a national dish and all these kinds of things, I think, you know, talking about the US, I think kind of like allows us to dive essentially into you know, like, like, and like another dimension of this question, because, you know, like the US, you know, like being a multicultural nation, but at the same time, simultaneously, simultaneously being somewhat monocultural, but at the same time, somehow being non-cultural, you see, you see what I mean? So like, so I think in the US, yeah. culture is like much less straightforward, whereas, you know, like in our episode last week, for example, on Indonesia, and like other countries we might be talking about in the future, you know, it's always been cultures, and, and cultures, you know, like a clashing against each other, clashing against modernity and things like that. But in the American context, and I think, you know, this is, you can even find this to an extent in other, you know, like Latin American countries too, for example, just things like that. You know, you kind of see this dynamic where it's like, yeah, it's like, it's, it, it, it's like, like I said, it's cultural, it's multicultural, but it could also be non-cultural. So that's basically what kind of like where we're exploring this episode. Yeah, and you know, I find I find this country very interesting because, especially because we we we're here. You know, I'm here at least. You're gonna be here again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much that we haven't discovered, and we've discovered so much. You know, what I'm saying like we've discovered pretty much, I'd say like a good seventy percent of the area around us. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 that's only a a speck of. How much there is just because of how physically big the country is and at the same time as you said it is very multicultural too but we are here to ask the question what is the signature dish of the united states of america is there one yeah is there a national dish i mean <laughs> i mean like i think that's that I mean, like, I think it's like in saying that, you know, like we're kind of back to like where we were sort of last week, but I think it's like now I'd like to kind of tackle this a bit differently because, you know, I think it's like in terms of an American national dish, that gets kind of like the dynamics about culture that I've kind of brought up earlier. That's kind of like how we're going to answer the question. So it's like, you know, if you see America as a multicultural nation, well, then I guess, you know, well, then I guess, you know, like an, an actual national dish you know, like there, like there wouldn't really be one, I guess, because I think it's like, it's just because, you know, because I think in that sense, you know, what is American, what is not American, you know, it's like, you know, somebody grew, who grew up in the US, but eats Indian food, who eats Chinese food is like, is that, are, are they American? And are their dishes American? You know, things like that. 
But if you're talking about America as a monocultural nation, for example, I think then you could probably say, you know, that, yeah, that there is such a thing as a national dish because, you know, America is, you know, like is technically founded on, you know, Anglo, on like, on like English culture, basically. Right. So, you know, that's why we have, you know, things like pies and like also at the same time, you know, a lot of like apple pie. other apple pie. Yes. You know, see, that's 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 the saying, you know, like, you know, the saying as American as apple pie. So, you know, so apple pie would be a great contender in this case. And, you know, we have other things like hamburgers and, you know, hot dogs, you know, which honestly, I'm not really sure the origins of that, but I know for a fact, you know, hamburgers probably like after origins. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know about hot dogs either, but it's like, you know, for hamburgers, for example, you know, that has its roots in like German cuisine. And just yeah. like, you know, so I think it's like America as an idea, you know, and as foundation, yes, it is like an English nation, you know, like you could say, but, you know, and in its more broader foundations, I guess it's a European nation. But I think, you know, like the multiculturalist then would just say, we're living in an age where America could be transitioning from a European nation into the same way it transitioned from an English nation into a, a, like a truly cosmopolitan nation. And in, in that sense, you know, it becomes multicultural, but also acultural. And if it's acultural, well, then forget national dishes. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Um, and to be very honest with you, from our conversation last week, we've realized, we've realized that in most countries that we will discover, we're probably going to end up with the same answer, which is mm-hmm. there's no national dish. There's no signature dish. We're probably just going to alter it somehow, you know? Yeah. Like last week we talked about how, you know, maybe we should change it instead of a national dish. It should be like a national what, way of cooking or something. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, 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 we're going to end up going there anyway, but I feel like for some reason, for this country, I feel like we're going to agree on one thing. Mm-hmm. And, and hear me what out. What is that? Um, hear me out. Ooh, we'll find out later in the, in the end of the podcast. Okay. Okay. And I'll try to convince you. But I feel like there's just so much patriotism in this country mm-hmm. to the point that I feel like the, the people of this country can come to one agreement on what a national dish is. Just because they are like they strive so much to have that one thing that represents their country. I mean, mm-hmm. just just look at just look at the country. I mean, look at around us. Like people, they're so proud to be American, right? Mm-hmm. They're so mm-hmm. proud to represent something. Like if you're if you're in my area of LA, everybody here is a Laker fan. Almost everybody is. Yeah. Right. And if you go towards like my friend's place who lives like near the training center of the Clippers. Almost everybody's like a Clippers fan and everybody's like super proud of it. You know, mm-hmm, they'll wear mm-hmm. the jerseys. They don't care how, how the team performs, but they, they'll, I mean, they will care, but like mm-hmm. they'll still, they'll still stick with the team. And that, that's just how prideful they are. And that's just a small example of how, you know, mm-hmm. patriotism is so important in this mm-hmm, country mm-hmm. Uh, that I feel like, again, this is just my opinion. If we suggest a certain national dish, people will probably agree to it and mm-hmm. coin it as the American national dish. Like right now, mm-hmm. I know right now there's like five or six of them that, that are like good candidates of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like there's one that stands out the most. Mm. No, no, no. The, I think it's like you definitely like make, make, make a good point, you know, about like how, 
you know, I think it's like, despite, you know, like a lot of like things like, you know, with multiculturalism and things like that, I think it's like the essence of what it means to be American. Like it, like, I think like that actually does exist. And I think it's like what, and that is a culture in and of itself. So, you know, like, for example, you know, like any, you know, like, like, I mean, like, here's a good example, you know, like Thanksgiving, any, like almost every single immigrant family I've met in the U.S. celebrates Thanksgiving. And these are like new immigrants. So, you know, and yet, you know, they didn't grow up celebrating Thanksgiving. So like, why, so like, why should they care? But they do because, you know, it's, it's seen as an, as an American thing, you know, being American means celebrating Thanksgiving, for example, or, you know, being American means having barbecues on the 4th of July. So I think it's like, you are right in the sense that, you know, like there is such a thing as like, you know, like American identity, American patriotism. No, you're correct about that. But I will contend, I will kind of like bring up something you said earlier and kind of like use that to go against you basically. So kind of you, you brought up, you know, the fact like how you said, you know, everyone in LA is a Laker fans and some people are like Clipper, Clippers fans, things like that. And, you know, and, and like logically then, you know, if you were to go to San Francisco, people would be like Golden States fans and things like that. Do you, do you like, like, do you agree? Yeah, I definitely do agree. Yeah. And, um, so I think it's like, doesn't mind, I'm, I'm, I'm just having uh, breakfast while we record this. So <laughs> I have some, uh, I have some nice coffee with milk here. Oh and my some, God. Some biscuits. Um, yeah, yes. no, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's like, like Oh, what what is it? Oh no no, it's fine. I, I feel like you mentioned a very interesting thing there. Um, yeah, Fourth no, of July, so everybody has to barbecue. Exactly. No, but I think it's like. In, but then, despite the fact that you know we have all of these things that supposedly unites Americans, you know, into like of like a common identity, you kind of bring us from there. You know, like how LA people are like Lakers fans, and other cities have you know their own teams, and they usually have their own fan followings and things like that. So you know, what you kind of have there is, you know, it's sort of like, it's indication, I think, of like regionalism. Now, in a multicultural country like Indonesia, regionalism basically means, you know, if you're Malay, you would, you know, do Malay cultures, you would like Malay foods, if you're Javanese, you would like Javanese food, so on and so on. And, you know, with your, your, your geography, you know, like, it kind of determines what you might like to do, how you might speak, things like that. Now, in the US, I think despite the fact that Americans, at, at least I think mostly urban Americans, like to see themselves as, you know, being American in, in it of itself, I really do think there is, like, such a, such a thing as regionalism in the United States, although it's not as pronounced. And, you know, and basically it's kind of like an ascribed, it's kind of like an identity that, like, that you can kind of, like, ascribe to yourself. So it's not yeah. something you're born into it's something yeah. you can just adopt you know i'm a new yorker i'm an angelino you know and what yeah. that means is what I, what I speak do i go hiking on the weekends do i watch broadway on the weekends you know and with yeah. food what do what do i consider as my american national dish what do i consider as my own regional dish yeah and it's not i guess it's not really it's not as pronounced it's more like it's not as intensely imposed mm -hmm. as in indonesia like because mm -hmm. in Indonesia, we are a collective culture. So yeah, naturally, it'll be imposed very intensely, you know, because we want to be like considerate of other people. And, you know, we're, we're more concerned about how we are as a group instead of how we are as individuals. Because regionalism only really works if, well, I'm, I'm just saying, this is a 
bold uh, thing to say, but I'm still, I'm just saying it only really works in a collectivist culture. Mm-hmm. In an individualist culture, naturally, you're just going to have like very minimal regionalism just because people mm-hmm. are more concerned about who they are, you know, their own needs, their own wants, mm-hmm. instead of like the collective good of like the city, the state, the province, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's like, oh, we go ahead. No, okay, now uh, I'll just, I I just kind of like kind of like I think you 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 kind of have interesting interesting to say that you know like you kind of say you know like in the U.S. context you know we have like you know like it is true that it is really a culture of individualism, but I might contend that you know even though it is you know like individualistic you know like America I think is interesting in general because it's sort of like a big anthropological experiment it's a big sociological experiment you know that's to, to say how important is community to humans you know so then i think it's like i think you know like in my own personal opinion you know i think you know like it does matter to a great extent and like as much as americans like to believe that they are a culture you know like spurred on by individualism there is always there is paradoxically a collectivist element because you know america because you know because in being an individualist you know like in adopting that culture you kind of like usually you find others who who adopt the same way you do so i think it's like for example you know democrats have an interpretation of their own, of what in this individualism means republicans have one of their own and basically you know like but the point is you know you find people who believe things you do you know who believe the same things you do and you know you, you form groups on them you form communities and when you have communities you can have things like regionalism you can have things like nationalism and so i think it's like it's it is definitely a culture based on individualism but paradoxically that individualist culture creates a cu- creates communities around it basically mm. well <clears throat> that's a lot i'm just saying that's a lot to to take in um <laughs> for early morning for me but to be honest with you i kind of want to segue a bit somewhere else because I agree with everything you said. Everything you said was very good. But I want to go back to what you said about 4th of July barbecue. Oh, okay. Because it's been stuck on my mind for the past like two minutes of you talking. Oh, sorry. For some reason. <laughs> especially, especially because you, you have emphasized basically to everyone in this who is listening to this podcast that the United States of America probably one of the only countries where you can find different kinds of people and mm-hmm. due to its individualist culture interact with different kinds of people but mm-hmm. still find like a common thread between them mm-hmm. but at the same time for some reason they are all different in their own way just because they're super individualist. Mm. So like, so like, it's like, plus like what are you referring to? I think is like, basically we have like this field, like this like place basically. So basically, you know, we have in the, we, have, we basically allow a, a situation where there is a, a connecting line between everyone, you know, being American, uh-huh. but we are allowed our own little cultural bubbles, Chinatown, you know, things like that. To yeah, where yeah, yeah. we can be our own 
you know, like cult, we can be our own, you know, a cultural individual, cultural individual, religious individual. That's what, that's what you mean, right? Yeah. And hear me out. The reason why I'm talking about that is because I feel like this line right here, this line mm-hmm. that connects every single uh, U.S. citizen that you were talking about. Yeah. Can be the national dish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a specific dish. It could mm-hmm. be like a cuisine. Oh, okay. Okay. And what do you what do you have in mind? Here's what I have in mind. You said Fourth of July must barbecue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why does it have to be barbecue? I don't know. <laughs> it's because exactly. You yeah, don't know. Well, because it's just been like that for the past I don't know how many years. Now. Yeah. I'm gonna read you an article of lifescience.com. Mm-hmm. And the, the title of it is What's the History of Barbecue? Okay. I mean, I love barbecue. You know, I, I, I love e- eating barbecue. I love making who, barbecue. Who doesn't love barbecue? Who doesn't? Right. <laughs> so, interestingly, interestingly, if we're going to talk like specifically about American barbecue, it actually dates to the colonial times, um, to be exact, in the 1650s. The evidence to this, if I'm not wrong from this article, is that they can't confirm it, but Apparently, that there was a law that said you are not allowed to discharge guns at a barbecue, something like that. And, and that, that shows like evidence that barbecue already existed ever since that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so interestingly, interestingly, even during the 1650s, this has been a prominent thing in the United States of America because they, they even made a law about it, you know? So you see where I'm trying to go with with this? Like, I feel like the national dish of the United States should be barbecue. Not barbecue. apple pie, not burger, not, you know, like hot dogs or whatever. Like, yes, hot dogs are super iconic. Like, you'll have it in baseball games, which is one of the oldest sports in the States. Oh, um, yeah, baseball, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, hamburgers are super iconic. It's mm-hmm. like everybody eats hamburgers. Everybody lives to the States if you eat hamburger. Apple pie, yeah, sure. Like apple pie is super American, but what dates back all the way back then? Mm-hmm. The only thing that dates all the way back then, and the only thing that we have to do during mm-hmm. the Fourth of July is have a barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even like a written rule; it's like an unwritten rule that everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. No, look, I think at, it's look like... at our look at our like Independence Day. We don't have any like things that we have to do. We have a selection of things to do. But there's not yeah. like that one thing that we always have to do. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. You, I mean, like you, you definitely like make a make a really good point. I think it's like you know, like Fourth of July and barbecue kind of like goes together. And I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like for Indonesian Independence Day. I think it's like you might argue, you know, like things like with like the flag ceremony and like all the games. That's also like another thing thing yeah. in of itself as well. Of course. But it's like no, but then you're right. You're right. Fourth of July barbecue. Fourth of July barbecue. Um, another good example is the thanks is the, is the Thanksgiving turkey, for example. Okay, it's like, but, but even in in the UK they do that. And and to clarify, I meant things to having having things to do, meaning like apart from the, you know, like the the nationalist stuff, you know, like like not nationalist. I mean like the apart from like the the the, the ceremonies and the ceremonial stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the the extra extra activities that we do during mm-hmm. Independence Day, like mm-hmm. I feel like, only in the states you have like a certain thing that you have to do, you know, all the time, which is barbecue, right? So oh, yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I think and, and sorry, sorry, you were saying just now. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I think it's like, no, I think it's like, you're right. You're right. You know, it's like, it's a, it's a thing, you know, you, it's not, I mean, like, yeah, it's a, it's a thing people do definitely. Certainly. I think it's like, you know, but I think it's like, then, then I think you get to like, the, if, when you're inside to like historify it, you know, I think it's like, you kind of get to this like weird point because, you know, what is barbecue in essence? Barbecue is, you know, grilling meat and, you know, caveman's grilled meat. So I think it's like, so, so I think it's like in that sense, you know, like what makes it American? Yeah. So I think it's like, that's why, you know, you refer to like the law and things like that, for example, you know, because it kind of like gives this idea, you know, like of barbecue legitimacy. And, and like, because the truth is, you know, like why, you know, like why do we, why do we, you know, like why is, why is barbecue such an American thing? And that's like where we kind of draw the, the line yeah. from. I think it's like, you know, but things like you could argue, even like if you're talking about like a, like a barbecue culture similar to the US, like, you know, like, latin americans grill meat all the time you know so i think it's like and well, like you know like in texas for example you know have things like you know like tex-mex cuisine you know like and texas barbecue is another is another is another thing in it in and of itself so then it's like like the point I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get at is that like i think it's not necessarily that there's anything american about barbecues it's just more that barbecues have been made to be american albeit yes on like you know like unconsciously over hundreds of years but yeah, but you know, barbecue has been Americanized, and like not, mm-hmm. and like you know, and, and and like what it means to barbecue, you know, it's very, it's very loose. There's no such thing as like, you know, for example, you know, like in Indonesia, you know, yeah, rendang, you know, like there's like certain like oh, yeah, traditional no, no, ways definitely. of cooking I'm not and things that, like that. I'm not saying that barbecue itself should be American. I'm saying American, like the line that the, the line that ah okay okay people. Um, as, yeah, yeah. As the nation, should be this 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 way of cooking called barbecue because every state in the country, almost every state, I must I must mm-hmm. say, has a unique way of barbecue. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Kansas City barbecue is completely different than Texas barbecue. Yeah, okay, even even within Texas itself, the state of Texas, I mean, not the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are different like there are different um, ways of eating barbecue and cooking barbecue too because they have different like different techniques and different types of wood and things like that right mm-hmm. um but but the reason why i specifically said it is because the word barbecue actually comes from the language of a caribbean indian tribe called yes, the taino the, the, uh, the taino exactly yeah and this word actually uh it, it kind of refers to like grilling grilling things on a raised wood uh, wooden grade, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and interestingly, another word that relates to barbecue is barbacoa, which you hear a lot in Mexican cuisine, right? Yeah, yeah. Barbacoa, pork, whatever, you know, things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that I feel like in the United States of America, it's such a prominent thing that you have to do it even during the national, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, not, not national day, the Independence Day. Um, and I feel like it's perfect. It's a perfect representation, ideal, or well, not perfect, mm-hmm. ideal representation of the United mm-hmm. States of America in general. It's, it's a, and it's an ideal representation of the American dream. Mm. It's an ideal representation of how the people are. Because, I mean, look, when you go to a barbecue, it's simple. You just get some meat, you cook it for a long time, you know, yeah. you smoke it, and then you eat with everyone. You know, you eat as, as a group, as a whole. Yeah, but but again, everyone's just eating on their own. You know, like they have their own mm-hmm. plates. They'll take their own serving, things like that. Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is, 
we go to another country, like let's say we go we go to like back home in Singapore, uh, in Indonesia, not Singapore. Sorry, Singapore is like our second home, by the way, guys. Um, if we have like Indonesian barbecue, so I'm gonna. This is a bit of a stretch. It's not Indonesian barbecue, but let's say we have satay, right? Yeah, you're not gonna have satay on your own. Yeah, no, no, no. That, no, you're, you're not it. gonna have satay on your own. It's always something that you put in the middle, and then you take and you share with everyone. It's not gonna be like like in a barbecue where everything's gonna be laid out, and then you have your own plate and you take your own stuff, and then you'll take seconds later. No, it's just mm-hmm. you eat until it's finished as a family. Yeah, I mean, like, no, you no, know no I think saying? it's like, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, like, you do definitely have a point, but I think it's like, well, I mean, like for, for satay, you know, like. Like you know, it is practically possible to just eat it on your own. There's like you know, for like lunch and things like that. But but yeah, like, it is but, possible. But, but I think on. it's like you know, like the case you make for barbecue is definitely you know like really interesting, and it's definitely a valid case. You know, like I will concede. You know, it it, it is a valid case. But then it's like that's why I brought up earlier. You know, but then why can't you make the same case for Thanksgiving, which arguably does have like a more historical claim as being an American event mm-hmm. and being like a, a really American event and American national you know like and like from there you know all the dishes that comprises thanksgiving becomes like you know like the like like the thing that that makes it essentially american because you know i think it's like even though you know you might say other countries might do something similar i don't i don't know any country in the world that celebrates thanksgiving other than the united states and like what is thanksgiving thanksgiving you know it's very Mm -hmm. ambiguous it's like it's kind of just one of those things that's always been there and like, you know, and Americans don't really question it. In fact, you know, it's so steeped into American culture. Like I said, newly, p- new people who, who immigrated to the U.S. feel this need to celebrate it as well. Because, mm. I don't know, just, just, just because, you know. Well, I mean, we don't feel the need. I don't think we feel the need. It's more like, I don't want to say we're dragged into it either. It's more like... Yeah, when it's like, you just kind of like want to. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just it's, like, you're, it's a you're, weird thing, convinced, yeah. you're convinced to do it. Like, I mean, okay, yeah, maybe, uh, I guess you are dragged into it in a, in, a, in a way because I don't know about you, but my first year here, freshman year. Yeah. I was like, when I, w- when I, w- when, when I was about to travel, or like, not travel, but like I was about to treat Thanksgiving as a holiday. Yeah. Meaning that I was, I wanted to like go, go around the country, you know, and like travel with my friends. Uh huh. I found out that no one was available because they were going home <laughs> to their families. No, yeah. Yeah, you know, except for like the Indonesian kids, obviously. But at that time, they were going to like somewhere I've already visited, so I didn't want to go with them. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, I kind of just got dragged into it, to be, to be honest with you. And and when I had conversations with my dad mm-hmm. about thanksgiving and like is it common for me to like go to like a a friend's house and have thanksgiving there my dad told me yeah it's completely common like every year the kids he told me like back in back in his school every year the kids that that didn't have like family to celebrate thanksgiving with Mm -hmm. will almost always go with like a caucasian family I don't know why he said specifically Caucasian, but like a Caucasian family. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you and, know. <laughs> or or an African American family, and then, um, yeah. you know, yeah, just kind of like, just kind no. of like, yeah, because I mean, my my dad, my dad went to school in Cleveland, um, oh, so naturally, okay, yeah. so, naturally, yeah. he would have a lot of African American friends too, and you know that that's even interesting. I feel like he he told he um he told me well. 
didn't really tell me. He kind of like just, you know, shared, I guess, from his experiences. And I kind of derived it myself. Yeah. What I noticed from his stories is that even within these like ethnic groups, they celebrate mm-hmm. Thanksgiving so differently. And I think that's mm. why, that's mm. one of the reasons why I, I'm kind of like not really referring to Thanksgiving as something the same as barbecue. Mm-hmm. Because even though barbecue is cooked differently around the United States, it's still like mm-hmm. the way that they celebrate that ceremony mm-hmm. of having a barbecue, having a cookout mm-hmm. is very much the same. Like it's similar. Mm-hmm. Whereas Thanksgiving is so different. Like when I had Thanksgiving at Irvine with my friend's family, you know, and mm-hmm. he's like a, he's like, I think his dad's like German American and his mom's just like American American. Mm-hmm. Uh, like white american obviously and yeah we just ate out at like a restaurant we didn't even like cook oh. or anything whereas when my dad was in cleveland like if he went with his caucasian family like yeah most of the times they would just go out but if it's like a black african-american family it's very like i don't know i don't know how to say this it's like it's a very like homey mm. feel to it and I'm, I'm i'm probably generalizing but mm. that's just what i've derive and that's what i feel too having you know like i have a lot of black african-american friends in the united states too you know uh, i've lived with some of them too so i feel that way too you know whenever i go to like my white friend's house it does kind of these days feel like it's more towards like convenience and then when i went when i go to a black african-american friend's house it's very like Oh, I want to show you what I'm cooking. I want to show you the family recipe, things like that, you know. But again, not not everyone's like that. I might be generalizing. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I think it's like no. I think it's like you brought up an interesting point. It's like it's definitely you know it's it's valid in in that way. I sure. But I think it's like, but you know, I don't. I kind of disagree with you in that you know saying you know. I mean, okay, look at look at it this way. So like for example, you know, like how do we celebrate? How does each family in Indonesia celebrate Chinese New Year? You know, it's like. Some people go to restaurants. Some people cook at home, but that mm-hmm. doesn't make Chinese New Year any less of a Chinese Indonesian thing just because we do it differently. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. you, you know, you, you know what I mean. So yeah, I think yeah. it's like in that in that sense, Thanksgiving might not necessarily have the turkey, sure, but you know, but like, but like you know, to say Thanksgiving isn't like an Amer- like a, can't be considered a fully American thing, American national thing, is also kind of like a bit weird as well. And kind of like the second point you brought up about like how we're kind of pushed into 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 you know, you know participating in Thanksgiving just because of how pervasive it is. I think it's like an, an example from back home is like Idul Fitri, for example. I'm not Muslim. Mm-hmm. You're not Muslim, but mm-hmm. why is it that that at this time of year we we there's always certain things we eat. There's always certain things we do. You know, and 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 it's just like. Well, I mean, like, okay, well, well, for one, restaurants are closed, so you know, so that's already like, like, a, like a thing in and of, of itself. Like, I'm not participating in it. You're not participating in it, but we have to because of just like how pervasive it is. But that's the, yeah. but that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's like I, I think new immigrants, I think, feel a, a similar pressure about Thanksgiving, you know, because yes. everyone's doing it, you know, and you know, well, I mean, turkey's turkey's good, you know, so why yeah, turkey's not? good. I don't even know. The stuffing's really good too. <laughs> Oh, stuffing good too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, but leading on to the point about like ethnic groups though. Yeah. I mean, you make a good point. I think, I think at, 
I'm not trying to be a bandwagon, but I feel like you are convincing me that Thanksgiving should be considered something like as high as um, barbecue because yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. I admit, even though there are other countries that do do Thanksgiving, it's not as prominent, I guess, as in the U.S. Like I feel like in the U.K. you have what Sunday roast, right? Um, which is similar to um, barbecue. Um, but they also mm-hmm. celebrate Thanksgiving, right? If I'm not wrong, in the UK, I do don't they? think so. I don't think don't so think because, so? like, I I I really do think Thanksgiving think is, so. is such is okay. You just Google it real quick. But I really do think Thanksgiving is like such an American thing because if you know what the story of Thanksgiving is, Thanksgiving is literally yeah. So we have to you know like the pilgrims coming in and they can't grow stuff in like in this new land. They nearly die off, and the natives come and they and and they like teach them how to plant seeds, corn, and all these kinds of things, you know, these new crops that um, British oh. people didn't know. So then basically after the first successful harvest, they had like this feast together. That's the story they tell. But, but yeah. you see like how, how, how that ends up being very American. Now it could be derivative of something else, but, but I think like, but that's the story that kind of like they choose to tell right, kids right, right. basically. Yeah. Well, interestingly, um, sorry, my WhatsApp is on. My bad. Uh, blooper yeah. for all of you. Um, mm-hmm. interestingly, there are eight common countries that people talk about. Um, UK is one of them. UK is one mm-hmm. of them. But they're mostly, and I want to, I guess, emphasize this. Mostly, they are allies of America. So you're 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 convincing me even more that it's actually just a purely american thing i mean yes it says that the uk does celebrate um thanksgiving but it's more of a recent thing there um and then there's random a random country like liberia um but then again oh liberia um, actually has a a really interesting history has has, (laughs) yeah has like its history with american slaves basically yeah like um (laughs) if i'm not wrong like there were uh, weren't they colonized? By the no. Okay. So, no, so no, basically, wait, no. we'll, we'll, or did basically, it have something to do with like slaves or something like that? Okay. So basically, what, what happened was they there was this society that like wanted to. So basically, black people was like about to be freed as slaves, but right. there's some people who didn't want black people to live in the U.S. So, 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 right. so, this, so the society basically founded this colony, colony in, a, in a random spot in Africa. And they just yeah. said, hey, black people move over there. But there were native Africans living there already. So basically, like in Liberia today, you have the, the native African culture, sure. But you also have this like black American culture, which evolved separately from black American culture in the US. That's probably why Thanksgiving is celebrated. There right, too. right, right. And yeah, again, it's a mirror, right? So um, yeah, nothing's gonna be the same. Um, it's gonna be identical, but not. Yeah, no, no, not definitely exactly not the same. same. Yeah, it's not the actual thing. But yeah, no, I again, history is not my forte. I know his Alvin's <laughs> a history guy. I'm more of the the culture slash you know geography guy in this in this uh, in this dynamic duo um, of <laughs> dynamic Alvin and duo. I. Um, but yeah, no, Liberia is one of them. But the rest is like Canada, Australia, Japan. Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I'm going to leave Australia out first, actually. Australia, uh, Japan. Sorry, not Australia. Canada, Japan, UK, mm-hmm. Germany, India, 
the Philippines, and then India. Australia, right? <laughs> India. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wait, how? These are these are all countries that have some kind of connection with the United States. I mean, obviously, obviously, the German Thanksgiving is not really uh, the same because you know. Yeah. Um, it's called Erntendankfest. Sorry to all uh-huh. German listeners, if there are any. Erntendankfest, <laughs> which is it's a harvest celebration. Oh. Um, it takes on the first. It takes place on the first Sunday of October, mm-hmm. and Americans are more familiar with it as. Can you guess what it's actually called? Wait, hold on. Wait, what? What day is it? Sorry. <laughs> So it's on the first Sunday of October. It goes for two weeks. Uh, first Sunday of October. Jeez. Uh, it's not. Ha- it's not Halloween. Halloween's at the end of the month. Jeez. Uh, I. I don't know. W- what is it? Well, people basically mistake Erntendown Fest for Oktoberfest usually. Oh. Oh wait. So it's not. So so that's not. That's not Oktoberfest. Oh, Erntendown so. Fest actually happens during Oktoberfest. Ah. Okay. It, okay. It passes over actually. October so and then, and, then you, and then you have Australia and and I find this one more interesting really. Australian sure. Thanksgiving is actually almost similar, almost exactly the same as American mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, but mm. it's not brought by the Americans. It's actually brought by, or sorry, it's a direct result of sailors and whaling ships. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing the tradition to Norfolk Island, which Norfolk is an Australian Island. territory, and then oh, that's okay, how it okay. ended up coming to Australia. So not necessarily like some American dude, like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that, that again, most of these are American allies, right? Um, or like no, have, well, have some kind of relationship with America. Well, I think it's America, like. So. But yeah, interesting. Yeah. No, no, that, no. You're right. That 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 is very interesting. And I think it's like something else as well i think it's like you i think it's like not not i really think about it like from like an anthropological perspective Mm. it's like like what thanksgiving is is really like a harvest festival because that's because i think around the time november that uh, that time of year is actually around the time that wheat gets harvested so in india we have diwali right which is the exact same thing and like interestingly enough only north indians celebrate diwali well, I mean, no, okay, okay, wait, hold on. No, 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 sorry. Only North Indians only celebrate Holi. Yeah, Diwali no, celebrate yeah, all across India. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Okay, okay, yeah, no, <laughs> you're right, you're right. Sorry, sorry. No, but things like that's interesting because you know, you know why? Why? Okay, so basically, so the way wheat is harvested, wheat gets harvested twice a year in March and in November. Rice only gets harvested once a year, at least back then in November. So that's why that's why South Indians also celebrate Diwali, and that's why Holi is only celebrated in the north because of like you know just like the different patterns in that way. But harvest festivals, yeah, you know, just like so I think that's that's probably like a more accurate, a more accurate statement as to what Thanksgiving actually is. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna correct you a bit here. Yeah, having Indian roots myself, um, <laughs> there's actually, and again, I might be wrong. Uh, but I think the most prominent harvest Thanksgiving festival in India is actually Thai Pongal. But oh, there are. Is it? What's that? It's in, Wait. It's in January. So oh, it's, in, it, oh, it's is that... held in praise of the sun god. Uh-huh. And 
the history is actually like it, it runs back like four to ten centuries and mm-hmm. and there are other similar festivals throughout India don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. I think this one is the most like the key the, the most key ceremony because of like the tradition of like um, you're boiling like the first rice of the harvest basically Mm, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's like you're right, like like Pongal is like I think Pongal probably like when they when they first plant the rice or something like that, right? Yeah, it, it's it's like it's like uh here I'm, I'm gonna search it up. Pongal. Uh, so the four day January festival was traditionally held in face of the sun god, as I was saying just now. Um mm. And it has a history that runs more than century, 10 centuries. There are other similar festivals throughout India, um, mm. such as, you know, there, there's many, they, they have a list here. Um, mm. But yeah, again, um, it's a four day January festival. And yes, it is, um, it is when they boil the first rice, actually, that they harvest it from that season instead ah, okay. of it's the first rice that was planted. So. Yeah, you know they're they're thanking the sun god for giving them good harvest of rice. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that is really it, interesting. It's completely different than what American Thanksgiving is. I'm just putting okay. it out. But we should we should definitely go back to that in like a future episode. I feel like there, there, there's a lot to talk about there. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to India. Don't worry. Okay, right. so I think it's like yeah. So going back to American Thanksgiving, American barbecue. So like kind of like just kind of like from all of that, you know, I think it's like. I think it's like you kind of like brought the topic about you know like a national way of cooking a national you know like event and things like that so I think it's like what well, what well, we've kind of been touching on I think so far is yeah it's like an, an event you know Thanksgiving Fourth of July you know these sort of like events that you know span across ethnic groups that span across religious groups in in the U.S. so I think it's like going back to the main question then I think it's like for you you know like well like you know what do, what what do you think is a national dish you know like is it something we have to eat every day is it something you know like that's only eaten occasionally but if we were to take the everyday route what would be american like an american national dish a specific dish right not not necessarily like a we're not we're not altering it yet right we're not saying that it's like a national way of cooking or a national event oh no i think it's like well i mean like yeah, i think it's like yes yeah, so like i don't know like just like doesn't even have to be one or two. like you know two or three is fine but just like kind of like 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 what like what do you think it, it would be you know um, roast i think should be one roast mm. roast meat roast meat oh okay, roast okay. Meat. yeah that's a that's a good one um smoked meat should be one definitely mm, just just meat <laughs> meat really um and 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 this is more of a southern thing, I think. But what? Like, uh, is it grits? Is it? Is that what they call it? Grits? I think. Grits. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, like grits are a thing, but I don't. But yeah, I know you might. You might. It might. It might just be like a really southern thing. And 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 one last thing that I want to add. Maybe maybe this is more what I'm I'm referring to. Potatoes. Potatoes. Well, I feel I like mean, that's a very American thing too. Potatoes. Hmm. Yeah, no, no, no. The thing is like, oh, you mean like how it goes on everything, basically? Yeah, how it goes on everything. And and I think that's what I was trying to refer to with like, I don't know if it's polenta or grits. I know polenta's, I think polenta has Italian roots, not not American roots. Wait. Uh, but you know how like there's a bunch of corn everywhere and... Yeah. Basically, well, 
You know what I'm trying to get with here? Like, it's just like the main staple of like everything. Oh, like coin? Yeah, no, but I think it's like coin is interestingly enough. It's called coin is I don't know, like like a new world crop, so it's actually founded. So this first seeds of coin is actually found, you know, like in Mexico, I think it was. But it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I think it's like, but it's a like very coin. American thing, you know. Oh yeah, no, you mean like the coin, like you know, like the coin fields and all these kinds of things? No, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and it like goes think... on everything too, just like tomatoes, not tomatoes, potatoes. Yeah, it goes on Coke as well. <laughs> Makes it so sweet. Yeah, like. Corn syrup, you know, but what I was trying to like, yeah. I was trying to think of like something that we eat that's related to corn. Like, mm-hmm. because every corn time bread. I go to like an American restaurant, they always serve like, they always serve the meat with either like potatoes, mm-hmm. um, like potato salad, mashed potatoes, whatever, or like, you know, like grits or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something, but I can't think of it. Uh, um, what do what you, you know what collard greens are? Oh yeah, collard greens. Collard that's greens a very are, American thing. But that's a very Thanksgiving thing, too. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I think it's like I think it's definitely no, you're right in that way. I, chicken, think it's like, I forgot about that. Fried chicken. Like specifically, specifically like um flour battered or bread battered. Oh, uh, okay, fried okay. Chicken. Not like deep fried chicken in general. <laughs> like, okay, okay, you mean like deep fried chicken. Deep fried chicken, because I feel like only in the states that you actually really do that. It's probably invented um, there too. It's probably invented here too. Like, I feel like in Japan, chicken katsu and any any kind of katsu didn't really come about until like recently. So. Oh no, I think it's like katsus and all these kinds of things. I think it was the Portuguese that kind of gave it gave it to them initially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah, I feel like the 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 whole whole chicken deep fried is I think in a, a very American thing because it is. Yeah. If you go to like. What uh, Germany, let's say, Wiener yeah. Schnitzel, right? That's oh, like Schnitzel, yeah. <laughs> that's like chicken breast or chicken thigh. I don't know, but like they like basically yeah. flatten it out and then they put it in batter and then they fry it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like a whole chicken. Whereas here in the United States, like you you eat like a whole chicken, mm, you know. And, and this is evident in like how South Korea, uh huh. Like in South Korea, fried chicken is such a prominent dish now, mostly mm-hmm. because the Americans brought it to them. Oh yeah, well, no, I'm, you know what could what what could be more American than that? We even have debates about what's the best fried chicken sandwich now. So, fried chicken, chicken for life. Just saying, damn, fried 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 chicken sandwich. Have I haven't had that in a while? But no, I mean, like, no, the thing is, like, you do you you really you know like fried chicken. I didn't even think of fried chicken. That's a good one. But I really, I think, I I think I really do think though, in just like my own personal experience and just like in general about like how, you know, like, you know, like the things I eat in the U S and things like that. I really do think meat, I think has like this really central role in like American cuisine, just in general. Like even if you're like a Chinese restaurant, even if you're an Indian restaurant, you get a butt ton of meat. I think Indian, res- Indian restaurant, especially it is like a little bit funny because, you know, in the U S in Western countries, you know, butter chicken is really famous, but you know, in India, people literally eat meat like once a week or even not at all. Yeah. So then it's like, you know, it's like meat. I think in the U.S. especially has this really central role, probably because meat is central in German cuisine, for example. But as an American, like in, an, in the American context, I really do think meat has like this really like central role, you know, to the dismay of vegetarians. Yeah, which is the case <laughs> for like any, what's the term for it? Diasporic American yeah. dish. Like in 
So, um, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like I know in 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 Mexican in actual Mexican cuisine, and not, not like mm-hmm. Chipotle. Um, oh my god, <laughs> what? meat isn't really the most prominent thing, right? No, it, it's, it's usually it's, like it's not. Some, it's not. It's usually either like the rice or the beans uh-huh. or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. some kind of corn-related thing, you know, or like uh-huh. some kind of like I don't know, like. Some okay, kind of paste or something like that, you know, like paste, <laughs> like 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 mole. You know what puree, mole is? Yeah, some kind of puree, I guess, not paste. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but and then like... like in in Indian culture, it's usually more vegetarian stuff. Like I don't, yeah. I don't. When when people ask me what's my favorite Indian dish, I always say like dal, you know, which is which is like dal. chickpeas curry basically. Um, wait, is it dal? Like I'm pretty sure my mom will get angry when she hears that, but like it's basically chickpea curry. Well, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, no, no. I think, you don't know exactly. I think it's like interesting enough, like Mexican cuisine. I think, like, when I went to Mexico personally, like, you know, I think it's like in the US, for example, you know, like how tacos are always spilling all over the place, like hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in Mexico. So, in Mexico, no. what they do is like they, they literally give you, you know, it's much less meat. It's, oh, yeah. it's much less meat. It's much less condiments. But no I think. Oh no no hell no! So okay, so I, I I swear whoever puts cheese on their tacos that's a big sin. I'm just saying, Ta- cheese on tacos. Big sin. Big yeah, food no, sin. Don't no, ever no, do no, that. no, don't ever no, do no. that to your taco. It's insulting no, no. your taco. That's what quesadillas are for, guys. Come yeah, on, yeah, quesadilla <laughs> is a quesadilla. Burritos, I I guess you can put cheese in a burrito. Like okay, I get it, burritos. but like taco, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like so the way they do it in Mexico. I think based on what I remember, it's like the way tacos are. Is that like I think. The meat is still kind of the main attraction because that's what that's what that's the variation, right? You know, you yeah, put, yeah. you know, like, uh, what is it? You know, like you put carne asada, you put like fish, you put pastor. I love pastor. If you haven't oh, tried pastor, it, you, yeah. yeah, pastor, right? You know, interestingly enough, I think that's kind of brought to Mexico by like Lebanese immigrants. So you yeah, know, anyway, Mexican food today actually. Oh yeah, no, get pastor. Yeah, so right. you know so basically that's kind of the meat is the main attraction but i think what i noticed is that like you know i guess they're less greedy about it so and because of that the meat i think usually packs a better punch the meat feels more important it doesn't just feel like a mouth it doesn't feel like you're just eating like this mouthful of i don't know cabbage t- tomatoes and whatever you know like it actually like you know it's it's lighter and like yeah. you actually and, 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 and it's cleaner and just like I don't know, man. It's just like it's yeah, it's different. It's, it's a different, different experience. It's a different experience. It's I'll, like I'll um, it's like sushi, sushi, sushi. I'm 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 gonna point Not this so. out because I I do find it really annoying when I bring some of my American friends to sushi and they tell uh-huh. me like, oh, I I don't want to go because I'm scared of the fish. Like, dude, <laughs> like what do you mean? Because like, okay, okay, hear me out. You know how we like to eat at Kura? Uh, Kura, uh, remind me which one. Which one is that? There, there's one at Little Tokyo and there's one at Sotel near. near oh, okay, okay, okay. I think I know what the you're revolving about. sushi bar and and the, yes. the fish is most of the time amazing quality there for Yo, a very yeah, cheap yeah. price. It's not. It's not. Um, what's that restaurant called? Sugar fish, rock sugar, whatever. Hmm. Okay. Is, is, I, that, is that what it's called? The, the really high end one. I, I don't think I've ever eaten there though, but it's like no, I know I I know I, I, I know let, what you let, mean. Let me switch it up. I think it's called sugarfish. Yeah, sugarfish. Sugar and sugar don't fish. get me wrong, sugarfish is good, but like 
I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just gonna tell my all my my, my American friends like, sushi mm. in a dodgy, like smaller place doesn't mean it's like not fresh and not good. Sushi oh. sushi stop may uh-huh. be dodgy and not good, sushi you know. Stop. But sometimes you can get rock sugar quality sushi in uh-huh. like cheaper restaurants, you know. Mm. It's not like it's not like sushi is only good in expensive restaurants. It's not just because it's raw fish doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what yeah. I want to point out. Like, if you go to Rock Sugar, in a way, it's like it's like it's like the taco. Like, it doesn't feel clean when you eat there. Oh, what like Very, a taco truck? Well, yeah, no, no, not, not not like when you eat no when you eat sushi at Rock Sugar. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It doesn't feel authentic anymore, you know. Like I think that's what you mean by clean, right? Well, yeah, what they mean by clean. <laughs> yeah, what they mean by clean. Like it's not authentic anymore. Like I don't feel, I don't feel the Japanese vibe when I go to Rock Sugar. It's a very Americanized feeling. Like yeah, it's it's by sushi, mm-hmm. Norizawa or whatever. I don't I don't remember the restaurant that that runs mm-hmm. it. But you know when I go there, it's like. They, they, it's like it's like they try to make like an omakase experience, but it's not. Mm, so they'll okay. like we'll like pick a package and they like like they'll like serve out the, the fish and things like that. But mm. again, the the vibe is very like it's dark, you know, it's dim. There's candles. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. And very westernized well, experience. Like I don't mm. feel like I'm in a sushi restaurant. Like when I eat sushi, I want to be like, yeah, as 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 Japanese vibe as possible. Whether that be like a revolving sushi bar. Which is super no, Japanese, by the way. I mean, like, well, that's and kind of like interesting. Well. or whatever. You know, things like that, basically. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. No, I mean, like, that's interesting. I think it's like, that's the same relationship that white people have, for example, with, like, Panda Express. So, you know, right. yeah, I mean, like, you live in Sotel, so, like, you probably know more of these kinds of people. But, you know, okay, let me let me tell you, okay, if you, if you want to tell your white friends, hey, let's have Chinese tonight. You guys want Panda Express? Or you guys want Northern Cafe? Whatever the hell Northern Cafe is, right? Or 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 Din Tai Fung, you know, that's just what's something that everybody knows. Okay, Din Din Tai Fung is interesting because Din Tai Fung has a cult status with like white white people, which is really weird to me. Okay, let's not Din Tai Fung then, not Din Tai Fung. So 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 don't do chains. Do like some like homemade Chinese food in like Arcadia, for example. Yeah, Golden Dragon. I don't know. Yeah, or like or, or like whatever you know. <laughs> whatever it's called. The Sam one, Lulu. even like Sam Wu, you know. Let's just tell them, hey, you know, this place gotta be. On their on their cleanliness waiting, you guys want to eat there? Yeah, they no, probably just want to, right? They probably think of yeah Chinese food as like Panda Express and Panda Express exactly. And, and I think for people that think that we're we're like going on a tangent, this is actually still within the premises of our discussion because in order for us to understand whether or not we can have a national dish in the United States, we have to understand first how they think, how mm-hmm. they perceive other cultures, you know, in order to understand their culture, because we're not from here. We won't know how you guys think. Yeah. We can only derive it from how you guys perceive us. How you know, we like, think you think. <laughs> how we think you think, basically. And yeah. I, I'm just going to spoil some notes that I have on my... On my uh, in my notes here that we have whenever we record. Um, one of our questions is, or one of our topics is American cosmopolitan culture. Mm-hmm. I feel like, hear me out, Chinese food, Chinese food 
or their perception mm. of Chinese food is highly affected by this American cosmopolitan culture. What do you Because when you like, think of Chinese food, what do you think of? Takeout, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a result of, again, this cosmopolitan culture that we have in the United States. We don't necessarily see it as like food that's like we eat, that we eat in the weekends. We go to a restaurant too. We see it as, or they see it as food that you can, take out after work or like food that you order when you're busy working. Ah, You know what I'm trying to say? You know what I'm trying to get it, get with here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's basically it's 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 multicultural, but it's very sublime. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's multicultural, but it's very very sublime. Mostly because of again, American cosmopolitan culture. And if you if you find a definition, for for those of you who don't know what the definition of cosmopolitan means, um, the definition of cosmopolitan. Uh, actually, no, Alvin. Why don't you tell them? You you learn sociology. Why don't you tell them what the definition of cosmopolitan well, is? Cosmopolitan is basically really just. I think it's in essence, it just kind of means, you know, just like it kind of even means like a cultural in a sense where it's like cosmopolitan because, you know, it's like, it's kind of like a mixing of like various peoples, various things, groups and things like that. And I think it's like cosmopolitan, you know, like a city is usually somewhat cosmopolitan because, you know, because like, I think it's like, there's not, there's not like one, you know, like cultural root that the city has. It's just kind of, just kind of like, it's a mishmash of everyone and everything. And that's kind of like the other thing as well, you know, like, we're mostly talking about city people here, city perspectives, yeah, who, would take a, who would take Chinese takeout, who would eat in Chipotle, you know, things like that. You go yeah. to rural America, <laughs> like, I think it's like, not, not saying everyone there is racist, but people half of the time might not even know what the hell you're talking about when you, when, when, like, you bring up chow mein and things like that. Exactly, right? exactly. And, 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 and it's funny, and they... The ruler people probably know, have, have the same knowledge as these urban people about Chinese food, mm-hmm. mostly because of, again, this, again, cosmopolitanism, which is basically a sense of like international sophistication. I'm going to quote unquote that, by the way, because mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's always the case that if you live in the city and if you're like, uh, if you have international sophistication, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a global citizen. Mm-hmm. You know, I no, feel no. like it's just a gimmick most of the time. Like a gimmick meaning you're trying to look like you're internationally sophisticated, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily have like enough knowledge to be a global citizen. You know, you don't have enough oh. perspective. No, no, no. I think it's like you do have a point, but I think it's like I really do. Th- I think it's like I think when we're talking about rural America, we're talking about a completely different culture because I think it's like, yeah, you know, things like we living in LA, you know, things like it's just normal to, you know, eat in an Armenian place down the street, you know, go get Chinese across town, you know, it's just, it's very normal for us and it's very sublime, like you said. But I think it's like, when we talk about rural America, we can't make the mistake of amalgamating them with like, you know, like, with like urban people. Now, albeit, there might be a lot of things which both, groups share as you know you would as americans but you know in terms of like in terms of like what you know their values in terms of you know like what what they like to eat you know it's like it's very different now you know for example you know like a typical angelino mexican food is just it's bread and butter it's you know it's just like it is what it is you know it's like like it's it's very normal you know chipotle is normal taco trucks are normal but 
you know, when you go to like, even when you go to like, maybe even, I'm, I'm trying to think, maybe even you go to like Utah or something, you know, which isn't all that far off, you know, and which probably used to be Mexico, you know. No, mm-hmm. wait, no, never mind. Actually, you know, and like, I take that back in like the in like the West Coast, you kind of have this popularity of Mexican food. So let's go to like, I don't know, rural Alabama, for example, you know, in that side of the country, in that sure. part in the region, you know, in a deep South, for example, you know, you wouldn't have the same appreciation for like Mexican food and things like that. You know, in fact, you might not even understand what, what it is, but, you know, we're just understandable. But I think, you know, so then in that sense, what I'm trying to get at is, you know, are they more like somehow more American? Are they more authentically American? You know, is a diner more American than a Chinese takeout restaurant? So you see, you, you oh, see what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you mean now. Because in a way, Chinese takeout is super American. But yeah, an American diner is also super American. Exactly. And you know, this is the confusing part about this country is I, I don't know if you guys um, have noticed, but in this episode, we are a lot more careful with what we're saying uh and we're a lot more cautious with what we're saying too because we understand that americans take a lot of pride <laughs> in their culture you know and and if somebody says something wrong about it it can be quite offensive and oh man. and i but but i think it's such an interesting country to talk about and i, I we don't want to like miss out it on is. it too you know so that's why that's why we're talking about it but anyway um oh american diner you know, I actually have a, I have a bit of a, I have a bit of a thing about American diners. So this, and then, then that's why I just made that disclaimer just now. Um, oh, yeah. I do feel like American diners are a result of mass media, of pop mass culture. Media. Mm. Instead of like it being an actual like American thing. I feel like uh, if you go to, let's say the Apple pen, the, the Apple pen. Uh, yeah. which is like a really old burger and pie place near near my area here. Mm-hmm. I think they, they've been open since like in the 1950s or something like that. Whenever I ask people like, hey, you want to go to the Apple Pen, which is like a burger and pie place, and like, you know, they always come up to me and say like, oh, you mean that diner? <laughs> I'm like, it's not really a diner. It's like, I mean, yeah, it looks like one, but it's not really a diner. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's some some somewhere else like Mel's, you know, like Mel's Diner uh, Drive-in or whatever it's called, mm. like that's a diner. You know, it looks like one, and it is a diner, and it serves diner food. Mm. Like okay, uh, but like somewhere like the Apple Pen or like Ray's, like those aren't those aren't necessarily like diners. You know, they're like restaurants, and mm. and I feel like the reason why I don't feel like diners should be like considered at all American. Is because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, yes, yes, there are di- there are diners that have been open for a long time, but I think it was mm-hmm. just popularized because it was put in a lot of American movies, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just because it looks nice, you know, like mm-hmm. there's like you know like there's a, a music box and it's like usually really flashy and there's a counter, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And usually the people that work there are like really unique. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean it. I mean it. I've, I've went to diners and. They're all really nice and unique people and really <laughs> funny people. Um, but the food there, the food there is very like generalized. Like it's not really like, I can't, you, can, you can't really identify that as like the national thing. You know? Like I, mm. I, it's going to cause a lot of controversy, but that's my opinion. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and in, in this country, I have freedom of speech, so I can say anything I want. Amen. <laughs> but it's like, no, 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 I think it's like, I might have to disagree with you a little bit, though. So I think it's like, so the diner, don't think of a diner as like, a, as a place with a certain look, as a place with like a certain food. So I think, think of a diner as an Indonesian waktuk, for example. It's a place where okay. people go and get cheap food. See, now it's different. So I think it's like the diner aesthetic you're talking about, I think that's a very ubiquitous of like the 50s. Now in Asia, for example, that is a diner because people watch Greece and all these old movies and they're like, hey, you know, that's what a diner looks like, you know, where people put coins in a, in, in a jukebox and like dance the Elvis or like eat pancakes i don't know you know so it's like that's what asians know as diners that's what we know as diners and i think arguably that's what americans you know like those who don't really eat at diners kind of know diners as but i think you know you kind of talk about how the apple pen doesn't look like a diner i think it's like well i think it's like a diner i think yeah i think it's a similar social purpose as a waktuk in that you know it's just, it's just a place where people go to gather and get cheap well, food <laughs> no I, I think i think what i'm trying to say about the apple pen is like people identify it as a diner just because it looks like one is what I'm trying to say, but it's not mm. one, you know? Oh yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's what I'm trying to say. And, and I, I don't want to say that I hate it, but I kind of dislike it. Cause like you're kind of like under undervaluing the significance of the place, you know, like mm. I, I think the apple pen is one of the most delicious <laughs> burgers I've had in, mm. in Los Angeles. I'm not going to say the whole country. One of mm-hmm. the most, I think the most delicious one, and people are probably going to disagree, but like the most delicious burger I've had is probably from the window in Venice. Amazing. $6 for a burger. Super mm. good. But you got to take Apple me 10, there. <laughs> what's that? You, you, you got to take me there then. Yeah, I, I will take you there. Don't worry. It's super <laughs> good. It's super nice. Everybody's got to go there. Right. But um, going back to the Apple Pen, like they're famous for two things. They're famous for their burger. Uh, specifically, their i can't remember it's i think it's i can't remember what it's called but it's it's the original burger basically not the steak burger mm-hmm. but the original burger it's it's got like this unique sauce in it super mm-hmm. nice super juicy not too big not too small fills you up mm-hmm. and then it's they're famous for their fruit fruit pies obviously right fruit pies um i i ordered the peach pie last time but everybody orders the apple pie all the time mm. what, they, what makes them unique is their ice cream it's ice cream, but it's actually the texture is kind of like sorbet, but it's not a sorbet. It's an ice cream. Mm. Uh, I don't know how they do it. It's crazy. Magic. But, it's magic. Yeah, like <laughs> it, it's amazing. Uh, no, yeah, I, we eat outside, and you know, inside, oh. inside, inside, there's like still the old cash register and things like that. It's still counter. It's limited seats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to call it like a diner, like, dude, I mean, like, my, it my impression of a diner is like, is like, okay, like. Denny's, you know, like, or okay, yeah, Denny's, yeah, yeah. things like that, like things that are like again, what you said, like places to get cheap food, like uh-huh. not like of of some kind of like cultural heritage. Like I've I've, I've told mm-hmm. my friends that ate an apple pen with me. I was like, I feel like they should make this into like a, you know, like some kind of like heritage site because like mm-hmm. it be like if you if you go there, you'll you'll see what I mean. Like everything around it has been reconstructed. Yeah. Everything around it is like new. That's the only thing there that's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. from that era. No, I mean, like, I, I, like, I totally understand what you mean, but it is a diner, you, you know, in, in a sense where it's like maybe, maybe not so much now because you know it's like in 
in you know in that Beverly in like Beverly Hills area, you know, it's like where it's like it's very bougie, it's very chic. So I think that's probably why they kind of had to like go up at the time. But you know, it is a yeah. diner now. A diner doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be a bad thing. True. That's that, that, that's like what, what, what I'm trying to underpin here. And then you're right. I think it's like diners in general are uh, like an American heritage. You know, they're in the same way where I think like yeah, like I said, we're like in Indonesia we have the Wartuk. Which is like I think that's just found everywhere. You know, it's very ubiquitous with urban life. And I think the urban and rural life to some extent. And there is some waktaks with, oh, this one has good fried chicken, this one has good, this one, this one's really good, this one's really bad. You know, I think a diner is just like it's just like it's just like a very specific thing to the US, but it doesn't have to mean that it's bad. You, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And I'm not for, for those of you that think that I'm being very shallow-minded, I'm not. I'm really not. I'm just, a lot of us, and, and come on, I mean, even Alvin said this is not. A lot of, a lot of people in America, in, in America who, who reside in this country and have been here in the country for a long time probably have their idea of what a diner is from some kind of pop culture movie, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I can even think of some like Pulp Fiction for some reason. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, the movie is pretty much set in the night, um, and and not everyone has access to a diner anyway in their area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. I think back then there were local diners, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think wait, diners didn't really exist in like rural areas, right? Like, it was oh no, like in, they oh, wait, do. Like, okay. No, no, no. Okay, it's, see, it's, in, it's in rural areas, but it's not really an urban area, something like that. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, no, I think, I think diners are just everywhere. I think it's like, okay, so like, here's, here's an example. So I think it's like maybe in urban LA, like the point of a diner is really mute. But I think, for example, you know, like when I was going on Alaska, for example, there were diners everywhere. So, like, and, and you knew these were diners because, you know, they had pancakes, hamburgers, you know, like all the American things. And they were diners, you know, with they're, they're pouring coffee or things like that. It has a very Denny's aesthetic in that way, but it's a moment, but it's a local run business. It's a it's a lady, it's an old lady running it, you know. So I think it's like diners, I think, especially in rural America, really still play that social function, really still play that sustenance function. But I think in urban areas, yeah, you don't really you don't really a diner used to be something else. I think no, I think diners exist as well, but I think diners. I think in LA especially it's probably kind of like decline in popularity just simply because yeah I don't know I guess immigrant food just tastes better <laughs> I guess and yeah I mean I, I I do apologize to our listeners for coming off as a bit shallow but I mean our generation not even like just because we're foreigners even like again as I said even students in the states like their idea of what a diner is mm-hmm is based mostly on pop culture not really not necessarily the like personal experience of going there yeah. because again it has declined in popularity too mm-hmm. um but yeah no i think you know the, okay the reason okay the reason why this opinion even started in my head is because i used to watch guy fieri a lot guy fieri <laughs> nice okay? and he has a show called diners drive-ins and dives mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like diners drive-ins and dives Dives. and most of Mm. the time he's not even going to any of these rest like these three things oh it's not like the places that he goes to aren't diners most most of the time 
mm-hmm. aren't drive-ins. Well, no, he goes to a lot of drive-ins, but like, I guess most of them aren't din- diners or drives, dives, you know, like mm-hmm. when I think of a diner, I think of a very like, and, and most people will probably agree with me, but like a place that's been there for a while, a place that's mm-hmm. been serving food there for like a very long time. It has a very well, the, like personal well, relationship. Been there forever too, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay fine yeah but like <laughs> it has a personal relationship with like the the local area and things like that mm-hmm. the apple pen i think the reason why i don't want to call it a diner is because it's not really a diner i think i think it could count it as like a drive-in drive-in because hmm. again my own opinion but i feel like i feel like we could even edit this section this is kind of like tangenty Nah, just keep keep it in. Just keep it. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Just, just yeah. Anyway, anyway, this. anyway. Diners. I, I think I think you're starting to convince me again that diners should be an American thing, and I feel like yeah, yeah you're right. It's probably because my my pers- my my view of it is very very much based on pop culture, but at mm. the same time, like from my personal experiences, it's like oh, why are we? Why are we even categorizing the restaurants this way? You know, sometimes like mm-hmm. a restaurant is just a restaurant. Like, why do we have to categorize it? I think I hate that. You know, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna correct myself here. I think it's not that I don't like diners. I think I think it's more because I don't like the way we categorize um places to eat. I mean, well, I mean, I think that's I think that's kind of weird because I think you know you have fast food restaurants, you have you know, like gourmet restaurants, you have, you know, things. Like, I think it's like, well, I mean, categorization is. Well, they're like, all is, restaurants. Is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I know, but it doesn't, but but it doesn't really do you any good to just say, oh, it's a restaurant. You know, and even Japanese restaurants, Korean restaurants, like those are categorizations, and like they kind of yeah, like tell you but, information that's about it. That's a different it. way of categorizing. You know, that's like a regional categorization. Like, mm. it's not like a social class categorization. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> Like, See, that's... Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> hear me out. Like, I was eating with my family friend a few days, okay. like a week ago, and I told them, like, oh yeah, here they asked me like where where is a good burger to eat? Like, and I showed them some places, and they were all like, mm-hmm. you know, like the window, Apple Pan, like uh-huh. um Ray's and like mm-hmm. you know, Black Sheep Burger, which is near my place, and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. Pie and Burger, which is all the way in Pasadena. And and these are all like not high-end places. Mm-hmm. And I guess they started thinking like, oh, it's probably just the same as In-N-Out. And they asked me like, <laughs> where is a good gourmet burger? And I'm just like, what the hell is a gourmet burger? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, Hoidwat Cafe. There aren't, there aren't any good gourmet burgers. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you'll get a good gourmet burger if you eat like at a restaurant, like expensive place. Yeah. Me wrong, but I feel like these burgers that I just recommended, like, Mm-hmm. that you can get in the side of the street for a cheaper price they uh-huh. probably taste better you know well well yeah i mean like i mean like in indonesia you have the same thing you know it's like you know you get nasi goreng and all these kinds of things in this you can get them in the street or you can get them in a restaurant but it's like that's that's like that's like saying where's a good gourmet satay place like what the hell are you like i mean like hell, yeah, yeah like, those exist I mean? like that's why I no like i mean it. well yeah but that doesn't mean the categorization is wrong it's just that people are yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit small a bit like small like like small-minded <laughs> I mean, like, I well, think not, not, not small minded. It's just they're affected by, you know, mass media and pop culture, which yeah, is really probably the thing that made them think that way. Not, not I mean, if they all minded, yeah. I mean, if know. they give, if they give, give these places a chance, you know, then that's a different story. But you know, the thing is, like, I think that's just like more of like 
you mean like they just gotta try like like one of these places and i think it's also a thing like i said in urban areas i think diners are, are like definitely on the way out so they so mm-hmm. like the apple pan for example they kind of have to like up their ante you know as it were to basically stay relevant to stay you know like to stay good i mean like they have good food to begin with so that's already good but you know but, but, food, yeah. oh yeah no exactly so then like but so of course you know so then yeah so then they basically, they basically become restaurants and you know, diners become like things like Denny's and all these kinds of things, you know? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to order some um, <laughs> order some food right now, actually. You know, you made me... Like oh, Again, God. these conversations always make me hungry. Um, I am I am supposed to cook lunch today. I, I did just buy a bunch of groceries, but I feel like our conversation about uh, the Apple Pen and all these uh, American uh, foods make me want to eat some American food because I only have Japanese food right now in my fridge. <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> but also, you know, that, 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 that actually leads on to a question I want to ask because I think it's about time for us to, to ask the, 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 the questions in our notes now. Oh, yeah. um, we've, had, we've had a good conversation. Again, as I said in the start of the episode, this is probably going to be a lot of talking this episode just because the USA is such a big country. Dude, it's it's a podcast. Of course, it's going to be like loads of talking. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan goes for like three hours, right? Yeah. So, Come on. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right. So first question. First question. First question. Right. From our conversation. So what would you say now? Oh. is america's national dish mm-hmm. and what would you say is america's signature dish and why Ooh. are they different if Ooh. they are that's a that's a good point i think a national dish i think it's like like i like i like i said in the last episode a national dish the idea of a national dish is something that's very top down and i think and i think america with like their very individualistic culture might not like might not embrace it as much but I think if I have to guess, like a national dish, then I guess yeah, it probably, probably be like you know, like some contenders might be like you know, apple pie, might might be, you know, like the Thanksgiving turkey, for example. And I think it's like even just like hamburgers and hot dogs and things like that, just simply because of the fact that when people see that, they think America, right? <laughs> but you know, so like, but what is a signature dish? Well, then, geez, well, then I guess it could be those as well but then i guess you probably have to like talk about all other stuff like you know like tex-mex like you know things i suppose which <clears throat> in order to make them actually american things that come from other places more recently but are americanized nevertheless so you know like tex-mex is, is, is a good example american chinese food so i think these are signature dishes because you know they kind of like they are kind of like representative of an aspect of the, of the identity of the nation. And, you know, they are signature dishes and that, you know, they're, they are good, you know, they like, like, like they are iconic things to, to think about, but they don't really say America, you know, you, you know what I mean? In... Yeah, no, I know what you mean. And, um, hmm. Okay. So apple pie. All right. I agree. Or just pies in general. Just pies in general. Well, not meat pies because that's British, but yeah, know, yeah. sweet pies. Okay. Sweet pies. So, so now I wanna I wanna lead you on a bit. Not not lead you on, but I wanna I wanna guide you a bit to the next question. 
Oh, yeah. So you said apple pie, right? Yeah. Dish. And and you said that's a signature dish too. Mm, could be, yeah. I mean, like maybe let's just yeah, say let's okay. just say apple pie is a national dish, but you know, key lime pie, strawberry pie, you know, the pumpkin pie ones. could be signature dishes. Yes. All right. What about for each major city or state, even even? I mean, we have time for each state if you want. Each state, like all fifty. <laughs> Okay, maybe not all states. Maybe let's do it. I don't know. I don't know anything about North Dakota, but major okay, cities. Yeah, let's, 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 yeah nobody does. <laughs> uh, all right, so major cities. I don't know. Uh, San Francisco, L.A., uh, New York. Uh, I mean, like I guess like a lot of the ones in the East Coast. You know, Boston, even like maybe even Philly, just because of its historical significance. Uh, D.C., maybe like Chicago. Uh, maybe like some some in Texas, like you know Austin, Houston, and you know Florida, Miami. You know, so it's like those are the ones that I can think of off the top of my head. Seattle, and I think you know maybe like okay. in terms of like so those ones. Then why don't you tell me what do you think the signature dishes of those um, major cities Ooh. are? Okay, like I can tell you off the bat, figuring one out for LA. It's just I, I I can't think of one. I really can't. But what? I can think of one. Okay, on. what? What? No, no, it's your turn, not mine. Oh, oh okay, okay, geez. Okay, uh, okay, so I can't <laughs> think of any on the West Coast, but okay, let's just say Chicago, deep dish pizza. No, no, no question. Oh, really? Deep dish pizza. Okay, fine. Okay, I, I I'm hearing you out first. I'm hearing you out. Hear me out. I'm gonna hold out. my horses. Go I, ahead. Uh, and for Philly, I might Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Um, New York. Ooh, this is this is a hard one. Uh, this New is where York. you should say pizza. But anyway. Oh, we, yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, okay. Well, New York style pizza and Chicago deep dish pizza is completely different. You know, and I think that's I know, why it's completely different. It, 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 it warrants them being regional dishes like of each place. Yeah. Deli sandwiches. You can't get any deli sandwiches. Oh, oh like the bodegas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like nothing better than, you know, like not not even cats. Like, just go to like a side of the street, you know, mm-hmm. New York City deli. Like, yeah, yeah, good. Okay, that's that's another one. Yeah, the uh-huh. bodegas. Ah, jeez. Uh, oh, okay, now I'm like starting to get. I'm I'm really starting to be like stretching a little bit here. So I think like, uh, Boston. I would mm-hmm. have to say something to do with lobsters, <laughs> just just cause. Like okay. just, just, just that region in general, lobsters. Uh, mm. And uh, I don't know, geez. And like, you know, Texas, maybe like, <clears throat> maybe like Austin, Houston, things like that. Texas barbecue, Tex-Mex as well. I think that's a very like statewide thing. Now, I don't know what each city has because I don't live in Texas, but for the state, that's what I have to guess. And uh Jeez, Miami. I don't know. Cuban food. <laughs> All right, Cuban that's, food, dude. There's there's loads of Cubans in in, in Miami. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, but like, what kind of Cuban food? I don't know. Uh, plantains. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 no, no, dude. I, I don't know. Okay, look. Let me. Okay, let me tell you. Okay, Miami is really weird because Miami is literally 50% latino and like 50% old white people. So like I don't know like like what what do you think? 
It's, it, again, I'll, I'll tell you later because it's still your turn. You have one more city. Right, okay, wait. Which which one? Seattle. Seattle. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> Seattle. Oh, jeez. I I really don't know. I really don't know. Oh wait, no, no, no. I don't know. <sighs> Clam chowder. <laughs> really? Dude, okay. I don't know. I, okay, okay, you go. Okay, you okay, go. Okay, you okay, go. Okay. You okay. go. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've I've never visited Seattle too, but I have a my mom's friend lives there, so I kind of have a good idea there. Um. All right. So my turn then. My turn, right? Obviously, there's two people in this podcast. So national dish. Yeah. Um, Alvin has convinced me. I think national dish and signature dish should be um, the turkey, the Thanksgiving turkey. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because I think Thanksgiving. Yes, you, you just you, you basically convinced me enough that you're right. Um, Thanksgiving is a very American thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. Super American. Like, I can't think of any other country that does turkey like Americans do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the first to do it, too. So, maybe. But anyway, uh, how about for those cities? So, what was, what was the list of cities that you gave me? It was okay, um, so I got LA, LA, Chicago, Chicago, um, yeah. New York mm. City, Boston. Miami mm. and Seattle, right? Did I leave out mm, anything? San Francisco. Did you do San that? San Francisco. One? Well, you didn't name me a San Francisco one. I, well, I don't know. It's because I, I really don't know. I mean, like, I guess, like, uh, sourdough is San Francisco, I guess. I would say Chinese food, but like, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So, okay. LA, LA, LA. 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 Okay. LA signature dish, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Oh, it's so obvious. It's super I just, obvious. I, I just thought of one. I, what? but, but yeah, but you say it. You say it. You say it. Avocado toast. Oh, jeez. Okay, I, I thought of Korean barbecue, but Korean. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. But like, you can get that anywhere now. Avocado toast. Avocado. Anything, toast. anything with avocado. Basically, I don't know why, but people in LA. Oh, just no, no. Yeah, you right. avocado for some God. reason. You know, like you even even. Guacamole probably is could be like one of the signature ones too. I don't know. Well, guacamole is Mexican, but it's like yeah, yeah but no, it's like, that's why I'm not saying guacamole. I'm just saying anything avocado. Yeah, yeah. Um, LA, right? So avocado yeah. toast, which is really not exciting at all, to be honest with you. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> go to Chicago. I no, okay. This is this is where I disagree completely with you. I don't think deep dish. I think the Chicago style hot dog should be the signature dish of Chicago. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's I think very, it's because it's very iconic. It's because I just love deep dish pizza. That that's a, that's the only thing I thought of. Right, right, right. I mean, deep dish pizza is good, just not as good as New York style pizza. Is what I'm saying. I've, I've, I've never been to New York, so I gotta try that one. Then NYC. Yeah. People are gonna disagree with me, but Jewish food, Jewish slash Italian food. Oh, you mean like what, like falafels? Well, yeah, like monster balls, you know, falafel, mm. things like that. Yeah. Like I feel like well, Jewish and Italian food. I think you can get, you can't get. Well, maybe Italian you can, but like Jewish. Well, Chicago, food, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Jewish food probably the best in New York City. That's mm. actually sure. interestingly enough. I think New York City actually has the highest number of Jews outside of Israel. So yeah, that's probably why. That. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Boston. Okay, this is hard. I've I've been to Boston. Been to uh, Boston twice. Yeah, on, Only twice in my life. Yeah, well, I've um, never been there. So. And I've eaten in a lot of places at Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Lobster roll is good. Lobster roll. They that that was for that. But I do think maybe the gla- the clam chowder probably is better in Boston. Clam chowder. Or they... any other place. Or they cheat with the with the clams too. Yeah, Boston clam chowder. So yeah, I, I guess I'm in a split with Boston. Either the lobster rolls or the clam, clam chowder. chowder. Um, good choice. Good choice. To Miami. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna search the name first so I don't get it wrong. But I have. You actually know a dish. I have. I know the dish. Uh, let me confirm. Let me confirm. Is this dish, Ooh. or am I just being a an idiot and thinking of something else? Go on. Oh yeah, the cubano. Yeah. Wait. Wait. Oh, like this, like like the Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. The sandwich. The, the cubano. I I think if I'm not Cuban wrong, food, dude. Cub- the best, Cuban the food. The best Cuban. <laughs> the best Cubano you can get is probably somewhere in Miami. Yeah. Okay. And because then. Of all and the- then now we move to the countries that <laughs> that that like are a bit controversial here because there's a lot of immigrants in these countries uh in these cities from like asian countries mm-hmm. seattle and san francisco both i think you're probably not gonna like this do you think chinese food should be the signature dish of these two cities san francisco i i understand because san, like chinatown and san francisco is so iconic and they make bomb Chinese food. Like, I think like the best Chinese American food, I guess, would just have to be in San Francisco because that's like where they they I mean okay, well, they, they literally invented Chinese American food in San Francisco. Okay, 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 fine. Let me change Seattle then. What about Vietnamese food in Seattle? Right there. Interesting, but it was like, I don't know. I think like, so, so I, there's some, a... some difference. I mean, really? I do think that the Chinese food in Seattle is good, but like I okay, Vietnamese food, just just so that I can have some mm. kind of difference. Dude, Vietnamese food in LA is also super bombed. <laughs> yeah, I know it is super bomb, but I do I do feel like we can get better in Seattle. Okay. And 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 I think Chinese food in San Francisco overthrows everything else there. Okay. Like it's super Dude, good. Nah. People this... are gonna get pissed, but it's just a fact. No, no, I, I agree. There's this place that has deep fried chicken wings, like honey, do honey deep fried chicken wings. It's kind of famous. I don't know what it's called. You, 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 gotta, you gotta go there. Honey deep fried chicken wings. It's it's a Chinese restaurant. Fried chicken wings. Uh San Francisco. Okay, oh I, I found it. It's called San Santung. What's it called? S-A-N-T-U-N-G. Santung. Oh San. Oh, I've eaten there before, dude. Yeah. Good, oh, that's really nice. Good stuff, right? Oh yeah, that's really good. My my friends and I waited like an hour to eat here. Oh jeez, yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. And it, it's so small too, but it's really it's worth it. Like it's worth it. The portions mm. are super big. Oh, and mm-hmm. it, we ate here the first time we came to the states, so we didn't know how big the portions were. Oh. And yeah, we we ended up ordering way too much basically because you know in Indonesian 
Oh yeah, no, any no, restaurants no. we would order like what ten dishes or something. <laughs> Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Before. See, that's what I mean with like how like meat becomes like a national dish sort of because even all these other cultures, you just times the meat by 10. When it, whereas if you go to the actual countries, you might even get barely any meat, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I can assure you that if we eat Chinese food in Singapore, it's mostly, the meat is mostly not the main star. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, like, yeah. it's it's there. It's it's fun. It's good, but it's definitely not the majority not the of the dish. Right? It's yeah. usually part of a dish. Like, it's usually yeah. part of like the long the string beans or like yeah. It's like a um, it's like a an, an, an orchestra in, in your mouth. Let's just yeah, say that. you know, it's like the violins of an orchestra. Is what I like to say. Yeah, it's what you hear the most, but it's not the only thing that you hear. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But um. Anyways, so. Having said that, having said that, from our way of thinking, mm-hmm. what is then the criteria for being a signature dish in this country, specifically in the states? Mm, has to be delicious. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean every, every country is like that. <laughs> hey man, it's it's subjective. Man. Like, I think it's like has 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 to be delicious. Uh, has to be iconic but not necessarily as iconic as a national dish, which says and evokes the idea of the nation in its very being. Apple pie is American. Thanksgiving turkey is American. Mm. But, you know, American Chinese food is iconic, but it's not necessarily, it's good, but it's not necessarily American, but it's not necessarily evoking America, or at least not, or at least not yet. Okay. All right. So, my criteria, I think, to add on to what you just said. So, yeah, what you said, obviously, delicious and things like that. But I think something I want to add is, I think America's signature dish has to be, I'm going to emphasize this, has to be simple. Simple. That's a good one. Simple in all ways. Because I think American food is simple in many ways. Yes, Mm. it takes a long time to cook barbecue and smoke meat. Yes, (laughs) it takes a long time to bake apple pie and yeah, whatever pie you make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, yes, you know, it takes a lot of love and care to like make good Mm. bacon things like that. You know, but like Mm. American food is simple. You know, there's not a lot of seasoning in it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if there are a lot of seasoning in it, like in barbecue, let's say there's like a lot of rubs, it's not as mm-hmm. complicated mm-hmm. as like Chinese food or Indian food and things like that. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, most importantly, American Chinese food itself, you can tell from the flavoring, mm-hmm. it's not as simple. I mean, it's not sorry. It's not as complicated as like normal Chinese food. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like Chinese American food. Yeah, not like Chinese Chinese food in San Francisco or whatever. So, yeah, I think America's signature dish number one has to be simple. Mm-hmm. Number one has to be delicious, and number three has to represent the characteristics mm-hmm. of this country, which is I th- that first one. I think I just thought of another category as well. Okay. Everyone has, everyone or at least most people. Has to has to like it, so it can't be controversial. So you know, for example, oh, you're yeah. not gonna see 
them declare balut the traditional dish of the Philippines any anytime soon. It's chicken adobo, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> you see, you see what of I mean? Of course, of course. I see what you mean, especially in a country like America. I feel like you, you, unity. I mean, with democracy and whatever, but like unity is 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 probably the most important thing uh, with this national dish election. Like, it's not like in Indonesia last week that we said that we can like alter it saying like oh it could, yeah. it could be like a national way of eating or a national way of like yeah yeah cooking something i i feel like in america it has to be a national dish because they, they pride think, they pride themselves yeah. so much in this country i think in western countries in general it's like it's a very like us versus dumb mentality so it's like yeah what it is to be american it means like if you're in america you have to be american whereas i think in asian countries that's less emphasized where it's like because it's ambiguous but it's also the the thing where it's like i think we just have a different view of view of the world than they do i think but mm. of course you know that's that's that that's that's kind of changing as well you know with like the whole rendang issue and all these kinds of things right 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 yeah yeah no i get what you mean um yeah and then i guess we have that criteria now since we since we have defined uh the criteria for an american signature dish mm-hmm. i guess now we can move on to oh i actually you know what i was about to say we can probably name our signature dish but we haven't had our surprise question today and oh. i'm actually gonna throw it out to you today why don't you ask me a surprise question today why don't i ask you a surprise question hmm i mean like what do you what do you like what, what do you want like something philosophical something anything, you know something man. something more of in your forte um, anything hmm oh i got a good one msg or no msg you know what i feel like hmm? i feel like msg i feel like msg itself is it shouldn't even be called MSG. Oh yeah, I mean it's monosodium glutamate. It's just describing what it yeah. is, I think. <laughs> I feel like I feel like what you're trying to tell me is flavoring or no flavoring, right? Well I mean like I think flavoring, it's like well, flavoring enhancement or no flavoring enhancement. Yeah, I mean, even like... if I say no MSG, I could just put like other kinds of similar types of things, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, like, that's, I think it's like, I think that that's a good point as well. But I think it's like, it's also like a thing where it's like, some people are like MSG absolutist and some people are like anti MSG absolutist. So like, yeah. on the one hand, you might say MSG makes everything taste good. On the other hand, you might say, oh, MSG causes cancer. MSG makes my throat dry or something. Yeah, but but these people <laughs> that say MSG doesn't, doesn't make your taste food good and um will cause cancer and like stuff like that they put like chicken flavoring or like beef flavoring or like yeah that's msg seasoning you know which is the same thing like what's the point yeah oh you know what else chips has msg yeah i mean it's not i i don't i don't i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say my answer to that is actually no msg no msg not 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 because I don't like MSG, but I think there's other flavorings that taste better. That's mm-hmm. all. I think I like MSG because it's like it's very it's it's very simple. It's, it's very it's straightforward. You know, you put some on your food, tastes better. Now, some of you, some of you might 
blast me in the comments or whatever about this. I put MSG on literally everything. So if I'm making pasta, yeah, I mean, MSG. Indian food, MSG. Chinese food of OG, MSG. Indonesian food, MSG. Some people are very are, are very appalled by this. They say, "Oh, MSG only goes on Chinese food. Oh, MSG only goes on certain kinds of foods." I put MSG in my spaghetti. Good stuff. But okay, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I bought something off Nijia the other day. Nijia is yeah. a supermarket nearby here. Yeah, and they have their own brand, uh, so Nijia brand, right? Mm-hmm. And I bought this thing called Chukadashi. Chukadashi. Oh, dashi. Chukadashi. It's not dashi. Uh-huh. It's Chinese seasoning. It says oh, okay. no MSG on the bottle, but if you smell it and taste it, it literally tastes like MSG. Interesting. <laughs> you get so you get what I'm trying to say. It's not necessarily like yeah. MSG or no MSG. It's just uh-huh. if you say no MSG, you're probably gonna find other alternatives. Hmm. No. So, okay. I mean, I'm like, gonna throw, I'm gonna throw um, back the question to you. Oh, go on. Oh, no, but what? But did you have something to say before that? No, I mean, I, I, I was just about to say because I think it's like, yeah, so things like then the question kind of becomes, you know, like flavoring or like no flavoring and things like. That. I think it's like the thing with MSG itself as a chemical. MSG is literally just the umami essence it's like it's not it's it's nothing it's i mean i don't know about it now but i know like when they first invented msg they literally boiled seaweed so msg what msg really is is that it's just like the essence of umami which you could naturally get from fish from seaweed and things like that so things might taste like msg yeah yeah so things might taste like msg but it might not be chemical msg you know which i think is also fine as well all right, then then why don't we both ask each other this flavoring or no flavoring? Like flavoring. enhancements. Should, should I we make everything from scratch or not? You know? Mm, okay, okay. I, I know what you mean. I say no. I think when I think cooking at the end of the day has to be doable and, and it has to be fun and, and it has to be, you know, and, and it's just I think it's like I think like people who tend to usually say, Oh, make everything from scratch and everything, I think. I think like you know you know like how some artists are, are always like oh this is not real art and things like that it's I think it's it's a similar sentiment with these people yeah. where it's like they're like yeah they're like oh you know it's not good if it's not authentic it's like I think I think well, in my opinion food in its on its own just on its own merits it just has to be good it just has to be edible it has to be good you know I think it's like and it has to be welcoming and I think it's like a food I think when it becomes this like challenge to see who can make it the most original who can like make it the most authentic i think it kind of like it, it kind of loses its accessibility and i think food the most beautiful thing about food is that not all of us paint not all of us sing but all of us eat food i think it's it's like it's a, it's one of the most accessible art forms or like an, an or like an artistic expression that we have so if we start excluding people from it just because they use msg for example i think we're doing it like ultimately like a, like a disservice Okay, fair <laughs> point for me. Um, I'm gonna agree and say that yes, I think we should have flavoring, because that's what you were basically saying, right? Yeah, well, it's like yeah. there's there's nothing inherently wrong about yeah, it. There's nothing there's nothing wrong about it. And and but but my my reasoning behind it is a bit different. My my reasoning is if something already exists mm-hmm. that that mimics a flavor and you're just using it to enhance your food i don't think mm-hmm. i don't think it 
it should be a problem because it's just it's just like any other seasoning yeah you know then mm-hmm. like because like people say like oh yeah instead of using like you know like ready-made seasoning you should like make the seasoning on your own by mixing your <laughs> own like spices um, ratio of spices and stuff but oh my God. i can probably argue and say like why don't you ground your own like turmeric like why don't you grow why don't why don't why don't you grow your own turmeric yeah so like adding flavor is fine i can just treat it like another spice i mean yes a lot of chefs will probably like blast me but like you know when i make even when i make like for example for example okay for example i make katsu sauce from like scratch okay Mm -hmm. you know you have the tomato sauce you have well no no, not katsu sauce let's 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 do okonomiyaki sauce there that's more traditional one Mm-hmm. You have the tomato sauce. You have the Worcestershire. You have the oyster sauce. You have, you know, uh, I, I don't think you put soy sauce in there, but like, um, I don't remember. But then you have like a bunch of ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. But something I like doing when I make okonomiyaki sauce is I put a bit of bonito powder in it. Mm. You know, and 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 the reason to that is because I just like the taste of bonito. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know what? It tastes pretty darn good too. But mm-hmm. does it make does it make the, the dish like not authentic? I don't think mm-hmm. so, because this is the same dish, just different like different sauce, which is like exactly. the most important part about important thing about okonomiyaki is the pancake itself, not the sauce, right? You can just put any kind of sauce. Some people put mayo in it. So exactly. So I think it's yeah. like it's I I think flavoring's fine. Flavoring, flavoring is fine. And I think it's like, this is another thing that's like, some people might hate us for this, but things like, I know, I know for a fact, Indonesian sometimes eat spaghetti, for example, with like tomato sauce and stuff, which is like, you know, if you, if you were to tell an Italian guy that, that people in Indonesia eat spaghetti with like chili sauce and tomato sauce, they would probably like, oh yeah, that, yeah. And they'll, they'll, they'll probably like murder you, right? But see, but that's what I mean. You know, I think it's like, like, like it's whatever. It tastes good, you know, yeah. and it's edible. That's all I care about, honestly. Tastes good, edible. You know, why not? Why not? Exactly, exactly. It's like when I make miso ramen, for example, I put, again, I put the same kind of dashi powder. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know if you if you see where I'm going with this. It's like, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that if you have, if you put MSG or like dashi powder, or if you put like, I don't know, um umami powder right they have umami powder now no it doesn't mean that your your food you're not cooking like you're still cooking you're still making a dish exactly you're just using different kinds of spices quote unquote because you could put you could put msg on a steak if you want you you could i mean like right why not why not yeah you know why not try it you know if it tastes good then great if it doesn't then don't do it simple as that exactly that's why i put msg on my spaghetti (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we like spaghetti. I mean, we like MSG because of Indomie mostly, but like, uh, dude, I think I mean, what I see okay, imagine I Indomie think, without MSG. Oh my god. So, I think what I like about MSG, right, is that it takes it, it doesn't really impose a flavor on all on its own. It's probably just salty if you just eat it on your own. But yeah. I think what, 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 what MSG does is that it takes what flavor is already there. And basically, all it does is amplifies it. So, if anything, you're saving salt, peppers, and spices by putting one spoon of this magic powder 
Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it does make your throat dry and make you cough and things like that, but a little bit is fine. As long as you don't put too much. Yeah, no, don't put like, I think, what, I think the mistake people make is putting too much. Yeah. Like, if you go to like um, Chinese restaurants, let's say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sometimes they put too much mm-hmm. in some of their dishes. Not Chinese restaurants here. Yeah. I don't think they allow it here, but like maybe back home. Mm hmm. You know, oh no like, actually interestingly yeah. enough i think it's like i think M- msg headaches used to be called like chinese restaurant syndrome or something like that in the u.s because really? chinese people use it yeah yeah I- i'm serious <laughs> there's actually an interesting history about that yeah and, and it's kind of racist too you know but whatever whatever i mean they even have any msg like powder well i mean it is powder but like <laughs> they even have msg yeah. in like um the the sauce stations of um hot pot places right so oh yeah well <laughs> they, oh, yeah. Know. They, they know they know um but yeah no it's interesting because i went to eat at dan nearby my place uh the uh-huh. other day which is like a chinese like a high-end modern chinese food uh mm-hmm. place uh restaurant um and don't get me wrong, it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's not, it's not Americanized too much like Panda Express. I'm not saying Panda mm. Express is bad. It's just you know, I'm not really a huge fan of Americanized not, Chinese food. Yeah, it's not, um, it's not Chinese food. Yeah, it's not Chinese food. But yeah, no, this is actual Chinese food. Um, they, they, they are a bit unique because they are a modern Chinese restaurant. So like their chow, their chow mein is like they use udon noodles. Mm. But the seasoning is completely Chinese. Like you can taste it. It's super mm. good. Their their mapo tofu wasn't very good because it was too healthy. Uh, mapo tofu has to be slightly unhealthy for it to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their xiaolong pao, amazing. Mm-hmm. Their xiaolong pao is amazing. But mm-hmm. when I snuck into the bath, when I was not, not snuck, uh, I snuck into the kitchen is what I'm trying to say when I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a peek basically and I saw a bunch of like Noir containers. Noir like flavoring. Oh, noir. Oh yeah. Oh shoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah. So and then, and then I'm just like, oh, no wonder it tastes good. You know, like <laughs> so. <laughs> even if they don't allow MSG in the states, they'll find other ways to enhance Dude, the flavors like that. I really think all this thing about MSG being like, like, like a curse. I really think that's all placebo. I really do think so, but. You know, of course, you're entitled to your own opinion. You say it makes my throat dry or whatever. You're entitled to that. But I really do think a lot of like the things that people are just like, oh, any pinch of MSG, I can taste it. I can. It means it's bad. I'm like, dude, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, but anyways, MSG, MSG, everything's the same. <laughs> not not Madison Square Garden, okay? Monosodium glutamate. Nice. Anyways, 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 it's been a long talk it's, about really American talk. food, which has made me really hungry, and that's probably why I, <laughs> I feel a bit hungry now. Yeah, I feel a bit I out got of it. energy because I haven't eaten anything. I did have a small breakfast. I I had some biscuits, but that's not enough to fill me up, man. I mean, okay, yeah, that sounds wrong, but that's not that's not enough to make me feel full, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all this talk has made me really hungry. So why don't we ask the question every week? So now, what is America's signature dish? What did we agree on, both of us? I Can we both know. agree now that it's the apple pie? Yes. As yes. American as apple pie. 
as American as Apple Pie. They even have a movie called American Pie. So I feel like we're doing yeah, it's doing the country a good deed here by naming a national dish for everyone. I will I will concede it's apple pie for now. Let's see what happens in 50 years because that's just how America is. In 50 years, it'll probably be like apple pie smoothie. <laughs> no, no. I mean, dude, avoc- they make they make like, avoc- like brownie avoc- like- avocado pie. Avocado? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That's basically <laughs> just guacamole inside a quesadilla. That's what it is. Oh no, 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 no! Uh, uh, guacamole in- inside an empanada. Right? Yeah. Or- no, no, no. Not even that doesn't work. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. no, no, not empanadas. Empanadas are supposed to be hot, hot, hot. Not, not, not cold inside the hot. Um, but yeah, okay. Apple pies. There you go, guys. Um, U.S. Pie. signature dish. For this episode, go, we actually agreed on a signature dish for the first time hey. in the series. Um, an apple pie. And Alvin, why don't we tell the viewers now what we're talking about next week? We're gonna give a preview Ooh. of what's to come. Today we talked about the US. Mm-hmm. Next week. Um, next week, what, what are we, ta- what what are are we, we talking, talking about? about? I wonder. Hmm. Well, it's none other than South Korea. Are we? Okay. Let's let's go. Let's go. And oh, I think it's like it's interesting because I think we can we can finally start touching on mono monocultural nations. That's exactly. a good point. Exactly. And right. it's so interesting because South Korea is kind of monoculture, but like lately, lately it's been very. Uh, how do I say this? International with its signature dishes. Mm, all right. You know, and and South Korea is such an interesting country because, literally, like, you even said like here in LA, it's supposed to be like the signature dish, right? Korean barbecue. Yeah. yeah. But if you go to Korea, when we when we talk about South Korea next week, trust me, you'll be surprised. I different provinces have mm. such different ways of doing korean barbecue that is interesting and the side dishes are completely different like if all of you think side dishes in korea is just kimchi and <laughs> steam wow. egg you know steam you'll be surprised <laughs> there are so many variations like i think here i'll, I'll give you a preview uh, a traditional korean um like meal like a royal meal i think it, it has about like what 27 side dishes or something like that or is it 47? I don't remember. But like it has that many side dishes. Oh wow. That's not a side dish, dude. That's a whole meal. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's so it's so funny that they they, they call it banchan, right? By the way. Yeah. Side dish. And um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see if I can invite a Korean friend next week to talk. Uh, sure. I'm gonna if I'm he, gonna contact um David now. Do you remember him? Oh my god. Is he was he is he Korean? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, he's Korean. What do you mean? He's he's he's, he's very Korean. He's literally in Korea right now, dude. He's I doing know. his two-year military service, but he's he's not in the uh, military. He's a teacher now. He's a kindergarten teacher. So yeah, it'll be interesting um, to have him on board. And and yeah, uh, definitely yeah. stay tuned next week, guys. You know where to find us uh, in Spotify, yeah. uh, our and anchor uh, page as well. You can actually YouTube. see all our links from our anchor page. Um, it's under what is it under Alvin? Do you have it on? Jeez, uh, uh, what is it? Global gastronomy. Uh, yeah, hold cool. on, just global gastronomy, right? Yeah, yeah, global gastronomy, and we have a YouTube channel now. Um, where we in, will just 
yeah we're, we'll we'll, we will just post the audio for now and then we'll 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 get to sorting out our face because we we are over zoom we don't have a studio or anything so we have to kind of sort it out first yeah well yeah I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of global astronomy i know this was this episode was a little longer we can um, cut it into two parts <laughs> yeah it, it probably can be cut into two parts or i might just post it because we are only two episodes into this podcast I, I doubt I doubt a lot of people will listen to this episode, but that's just me being me. Um, I hope a lot of people listen to it. Um, right. But yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, Alvin. Uh, always thank a pleasure. You. Thank you. And don't forget to check him out at Revolutionary Weekly, guys. Um, every Monday, right? I don't even know, dude. I think oh, I, I try. I, I try to. I try to upload on, on Saturdays. I on try. Saturday, and there you go. And yeah. and yeah, and catch us us every. Um, every other week, every other Sun <laughs> Friday, I guess. Well, we don't have a schedule yet, so we'll we'll find out. We'll sort it out as we go. Anyways, right. thank you guys. See you next week. All right.